Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Glad you are too. The Donna and Steve Show, Friday edition on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer I am Grant. Hey, Grant. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Hey, man. Weather. <laughs> 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 Doing good back there, man. Yeah, we miss you, Steve. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I no, gave no. Cro- a fun list today. Okay, cool. Um, it was from the old El Buzzfeedo, and the list was about celebrities who were just uncancelable. They said, are these celebrities just so beloved that they're uncancelable? Now, I'll give you each a guess to what your whistle. Who would you add to the un? cancelable list. Can I just throw out a name? I did not see the list. Uh, yeah, you could throw out a name. Dolly. Okay, you're going to go Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Okay, Grant? I'm going to go James Earl Jones. Mm. Whoa. That's good. That's okay, good. now that is not the direction that I expected either of you to go. Oh. But it's where you went. Um, you know what? Dolly Parton, let's start there. On the list, Donna. Top of the list, Donna. Ah, nice. Top Whoa, I'm with the people. The list. The people have spoken. Isn't that something? Now, earlier you may have heard I was talking about the um I was talking about the George Clooney. That's the name in my oh, head. George sure. Clooney mm-hmm. did not make this list of uncancelable oh. celebs. Wow. Well, he could which do I, something. Well, they all could. Dolly, no way. Dolly at the top of the list. Keanu Reeves at number two. Boy, he's taking a turn for the better, right? Oh, Unbelievable. we love Keanu. Yeah, he's awesome. Keanu's the male version of Dolly. Not that he was bad before, but he was just not, you know, like this huge star and this great guy. He's just done so many good things lately. Oh, my God. Giving his friends all that money. money yeah. But so did Clooney. I know. Where's Clooney on You're the list? Right. Uh, number three was Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm. Uncancelable. I don't know. He seems sketchy. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's delightful. Betty White was at number four. Viola Davis at number five. Sure. Those are good. All right. Let me rattle off some quick. Uh, number six on the list was the late Steve Irwin. Number seven, the late Chadwick Boseman. Then Zendaya. Hmm. Then Harry Styles. Mm, I don't know about that. Then Rihanna. I don't know about that. The late Carrie Fisher. 
Mm. All of those people come in front of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Whoa! Wow! Great one. Yeah, that Steve. That he can't be can't. He couldn't be canceled, right? Oh, he's probably got a dirty past. Okay. Don't ruin it for us, Donna. <laughs> right, sorry. Please. He came in right before Tom Hanks. Oh, another good one. I mean, Tom Hanks. Hmm. Maggie Smith. Oh, she's great. The late Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Octavia Spencer. These are people, like, not all of them, but some of them who have been victimized in some way. You know what I mean? Well, not all of them. Not all of them, but a handful of them that you mentioned, like Princess Diana. There were a few, a couple back. A couple of, I mean, the list that you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Like Britney Spears, you know, I could see her, but I could see her on the list. The late Alex Trebek on the list. Yeah. Good one. This BuzzFeed list, if you're just tuning in, of uh, celebs that are just like too beloved to be canceled, even though we know anybody can be canceled. I mean, wouldn't Charlie Rose have probably been on the list a few years ago? Mm -hmm. You weren't thinking he was doing anything involving robes. (laughs) I didn't even know people were still wearing I just assume uh, everyone is a perv, (laughs) and we're all disgusting to some degree. We all have that child humor inside of us a little bit. Was Will Smith on the list? Uh, Will Smith not on the list. Jennifer Garner was on the list. Billy Porter. Minnesota's own, kind of. Lizzo. Oh, sure. Andy Samberg. I feel like he could do something, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen to what we're this doing. This seems like a nose picker. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Donna, you're in traffic for a while. What else are you going to do? I don't know. Listen Make to the productive. radio. <laughs> Be productive. I like that. Andy Samberg, uh, Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o. Oh, for sure. That's a good one. And then rounding out this BuzzFeed list of uncancelable celebrities, Julie Andrews and the late Fred Rogers. Oh, that's a good one, too. Well, might as well throw Bob Ross in there. Uh, you, come on, you don't believe that. No, not at all. You No, you no, believe I that believe he would he have was, been. No, I believe there. he was, like, hanging out. He's like that college professor who's hanging out. with Like, Donner, Donald Sutherland's character in, what was the movie, Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Like, the weirdo professor who wants to, like... Hang out with the chicks and smoke pot and try to influence them. We had a guy in college, kind of like this, who our apartment complex sophomore year was had a pool and a hot tub, and we were in California, and so we'd go to the hot tub year round all throughout the school year. And there was a guy, Cliff. Cliff was always there. He was always in the hot tub. His name was not Cliff. His name was Cliff. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. It was surprising if you didn't see Cliff there, and Cliff had a thermos. And in that thermos was always red wine. And he would hang there, and we would chat. You could chat with him about anything. He never over-inserted himself in the conversation, but he was always hanging out in the hot tub. Is he, was... was he naked? Donna. What? No. Do you think I'm getting into a hot tub with a naked man? I don't know. People get <laughs> naked at Lifetime in the hot tub. That's only different. Old. Yeah, that's... Yeah, first of all, only, only people who worked in a mine at some point yeah. because it was the only available industry at the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Anybody that's got any common sense is putting a towel around themselves around there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The naked, naked hot tub people, I, that's why I like to go to a Lifetime that there's only a public hot tub. Well, aren't they all just public? 
No, the, no, there are ones that are in like the men's room and the women's room. That's yeah. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah but those are still public. Yes, yeah, but, but, but you're in a locker room. Things can happen in those locker rooms. And and they do. And they do. And I have an mm-hmm. off-air story that I'll tell you guys someday mm-hmm. that will make you cry what I witnessed one time at Lifetime. There was oh, a guy. my gosh. I don't well, know if you, I want to hear it. I do. What do you mean cry? Well, I, I, lit- I was working out. I'll be as clean as I can here. I was working out, trying to lose weight in high school, and I was using my, this is bad, but I was using my friend's Lifetime back in the day. They didn't have cards with real ID sure. pictures. It was all grainy. Yeah. So I was using his card, working out, and I'd run in the sauna a little bit with my sweatsuit on, go run out on the treadmill, sweat in the sauna again, and sitting in there, and a random guy just approaches me in a very, uh, very comfortable he manner. He propositioned you? Yeah. Very okay. comfortable yeah, about it. And I said, no way. I'm not going to. Nope, I'm out. So I left. I went out and ran. And then I went, instead of going back into that sauna, I went to the steam room where I witnessed something <laughs> no person should ever witness. Yeah. Yeah. It happens especially all the time. as a 16 year old man. It doesn't happen all the time. It, it, does, it does, you guys. At it this does. location, it's very infamous. I have my it friend does. works there. It mm-hmm. happens at the airport. It happens in locker rooms. Steve, it does. Just, it does. It does. You should have reported him. I couldn't. I was scared. I was 16. I was illegal in there. I shouldn't have been in there in the first place. So I ran out. I freaked out. It was. That's awful. Scarred me for life. No joke. Sorry, Grant. Sorry. Terrible. Anyway, on my birthday, Cliff brought me a (laughs) bottle of red wine. (laughs) And I thought that was. He delivered it to the door. It was really kind of him. I loved talking with Cliff. Tell us more about Cliff. Did he have a mustache? Cliff had a mustache. Okay. I think I know Cliff. Cliff wore glasses. Okay. What was Cliff's uh, story? Was he married? He was single. Mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. you know, the apartment complex where we lived was technically off campus. It was probably about 70% students that lived there. But uh-huh. there were other families who lived there and anyone who needed an apartment. And, you know, maybe Cliff thought he had hit the jackpot because he had, you know, young guys to talk to. Yeah. We could shoot the breeze. And then the, the beautiful women. <laughs> You're so naive. Beautiful women. To, no, no. You he are was naive, Steve. Cliff, Donna. Cliff was just waiting to pound. <laughs> yeah. No, he was always talking about the women. Of course he was. He goes decoy? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can't control who I attract. <laughs> <laughs> it is a blessing and a burden. You know that. <laughs> By the way, I had a guy, I worked at a gym in senior year in high school, and there was a guy who, speaking of the sauna, he only used the steam room and was always naked. I never saw him work out. I never saw him lift any weight. And he would, he had a lot of reason to just be parading around the, the locker room. I'll say that. Other yeah, people, we like dove so into naive. corners. You, this is like. I could see Steve in the locker room. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm naive about oh. that. He did it around everybody. He was just very happy with how things turned out uh, in his life. Sure he was. And then he just <laughs> paraded back and forth. Don, I was cleaning those locker rooms. There was nothing going on in there. Yeah. I'm sure while you're shaving next to him, he's naked, fooling on full conversation. So how's your day going, right? <laughs> yes, yes. He was a he was a conversation haver, yeah. a naked convo guy. Yeah, Every good. gym has a naked convo guy where I'm like, do, we, do you know that you're, I can see your, Donna. Steve, I'm, I'm sorry, but you have to try to understand that that's not normal. I know it's not normal. And he didn't, he didn't take his clothes off when I was near him. He was always naked guy in the locker room. Cliff just enjoyed talking to me and he helped <laughs> sure me he develop. Did. Yeah. Guess what? Okay. After you after you went home and went to sleep, you and in Cliff's mind, he was hanging out with you later on. That is not true (laughs) at all. You know what? You already besmirched 
the legacy of Robert Ross, the painter, and I will not allow you to do it, of Cliff, I never got your last name, We're Hot Tub Guy. ruining Steve's childhood right now. Yeah. When we come back. Go to the post office, see if Cliff's face is like plastered anywhere. You might recognize him. <laughs> There's another list that we're going to get into. Okay. According to a new study, if you have these names, you're most likely to complain on Valentine's Day. (laughs) And I went through this list and just kept laughing at each name and thought, yeah, they would, wouldn't they? Uh, We'll get into it. Is it your name on the list? We'll find out next on my talk. Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay. Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on, in the morning or every other morning, (laughs) as I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my... Loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit from what what? I hear. That's that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Hey, welcome back to the Donna and Naive Steve show on My Talk (laughs) 107.1. Everything Entertainment. Okay, so missed the last segment. You do. Are they going to justify your story here? They loved Cliff. If you're just joining us, uh, Steve and his college buddies lived in some apartment building where this guy named Cliff would hang out in the hot tub. Cliff was great. And he always had red wine with him. Cliff, by the way, was single, hanging with all the dudes. Had video games. Probably invited you over. 50s or 60s. Mm hmm. His house was full of all kinds of cool toys, yep. video games, things candy. you could, candy, yes. Steve, Red Tim. wine. <laughs> More red wine. He just needed to unwind at the end of a day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm tub. sure he was under, unwinding <laughs> under <laughs> the bubbles. <laughs> What's your problem? Just life. You, you, there's things <laughs> happening that you have lived a very sheltered life. Sometimes you need to put a helmet on, buddy. There's some bumps. <laughs> maybe, maybe, just maybe. Uh huh. You're the opposite of naive. You've lived a drugged out country <laughs> upbringing, <laughs> and you think everything has. Uh- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A nefarious underbelly. Not everything, but suspicious things. Often you have to listen to that inner voice. Men like in a- National Treasure Bob Ross. Men in a hot tub drinking red wine, looking at young men. Yeah, that's a red. That's a red, it that's a red flag. Him relax. <laughs> sure did. did it help you relax? There's, there's like I wasn't having any. There's I all bring these bubbles, the right? So picture all these frothy bubbles everywhere, and here's Cliff. <laughs> hey guys, how was your day? So what Cliff are you was into? So great to chat with. I really like chatting with Cliff. All right, well that's great. I'm sure Cliff is in jail now. Studies have shown that <laughs> studies have shown that the microbial- several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh God. Love you, buddy. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom texted me and said that Grant's giggle is my favorite. Make him <laughs> laugh more. <laughs> oh, Steve. Lord. You're There's the, a study. You're, you're very cute. There's a study out today. Bless your heart. Hot off the presses. <laughs> Cover the New York Times. Cover the Washington Post. Everybody's picking it up. What names make you most likely to complain on Valentine's Day? Hmm. And I started laughing when I read the first name. Karen? Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor I mean, Deborah. What are these Debbies doing? <laughs> That's good. Then there's Mark. Then there's Helen. 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 Helen's always looking for yeah, trouble. Simmer down, Helen. Chill. She probably complains about taxes. Helen is a serial complainer. <laughs> Do you know a Helen? I can't say. Okay. Next on the lift list is Cliff. And David. Oh, it is not. No, 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 no. Of course, Cliff isn't on the list. He wouldn't complain. He yeah. wasn't a cynical guy. No, he was living a life in the hot tub with all the attractive young men. No, 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 no. We would talk about there were beautiful girls. He would, you know, give you like a side glance of like, wow, you know, nice looking real estate around here or something like that. Yeah, he was doing it to see if you guys agreed to see if you were straight or not. No. No, just like the guy who worked at the gym, the guy who was at the gym wasn't propositioning people. He was just proud of it all. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, Steve. (laughs) Just because Grant walked into a steam room where people weren't just trying to clear their sinuses. (laughs) True. <laughs> and it's foggy in there too. Gosh, that could all really uh-huh. scared you. It Especially as a sixteen-year-old, you're oh. like, "Is anybody any? You know, you already accidentally sit on somebody. That's a problem." Well, <laughs> is anybody hey, back not there? For Cliff, is that you? Donna, <laughs> he's relaxed. They'll be all right. Oh, it's it's true though. It was steamy. I had my head down, my hoodie was up, and then I put my head up, and I kind of all of a sudden the, the 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 steam cleared, and it was just what is go? I I told Donna I screamed. Anything? Oh yeah, I said. 
WTF. I screamed that out loud and I ran out of the room and I went right to my locker. As I ran out, I looked behind me and they were flurrying out there like the, as fast as they could. Like and, cockroaches. Yeah. Like yep. they were, they knew, they thought I was going to go tell on them, which I was in there legally. So I couldn't. Oh, but, oh. You know, you could have written a note and just slipped it on the desk. I was so traumatized, you guys. I just wanted to get out of there. Did you tell your parents? Oh, my parents know about it. My friends know about it. Everybody in the building knows. We've we've talked. This is not the first time I've told the story on the air. So, yeah. 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 Give me a year. What year? 1990? Uh, 16, 2001, I think. About then. Wow. See, that wasn't that long ago. Mm -hmm. 2000? The situation was probably 03 to 05. Okay. Cliff. Other names of people who complain on Valentine's Day just because it's their name. It's, this is how the statistics bear out. Adrian's big complainers. Hmm. John, big complainer. He probably doesn't like it when there's any sort of advancement. Like if a restaurant changes their decor for the better, John, stuck in his ways, hates any change. Reminds me of some people. Hmm. <laughs> D- Michael. Sarah, Jenny, Marie, James, Claire, and yes, can't get a break. Karen made the list as well of the study of people who are most likely to complain on Valentine's Day based on their names. Deborah. Poor Deborah. Hey, Debbie. It's Deborah. Okay, Debbie. Uh, Excuse me, (laughs) Deborah. 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 I thought that was fun. That was real fun, Steve. Um, I came across a uh, a list oh. about you and your pets having similar personalities. 55% of people with pets think that their cat or dog has taken on some of their personality traits. Here are some of the most common traits people used to describe their pets. Their pet is smart, curious, funny, anxious, easily frightened. Oh, that's you, Donna. Fussy, goofy, annoying, weird, and self-centered. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're still mad about Cliff. One last thing on Cliff. All right. When he brought me the red wine, mm-hmm. I was like, what a sweet gesture this is. I was so, and then I felt bad because I thought this sweet guy, he's single. I think he was divorced. I don't know. And just lives alone in his apartment and just like was kind enough, thoughtful enough to bring me this bottle of wine. Was it your birthday? I can't remember. I think it was my birthday. Okay. Well, yeah, I think it was my sweet. birthday. That's I think nice. he made calendars too. I bet he did. <laughs> Have he, has he ever shown you his calendar? <laughs> I'm not going to let you do this to my past. Okay. <laughs> Two halves can't make a hole without a hole. Giggity, 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 giggity. Ooh, eat, ooh, ah, ah. Ding, tang. Walla, walla, bing, bang. It was Cliff right there saying hi to you, Steve. Do not quagmire Cliff. (laughs) Hey, when we come back, let's talk about words that we often mispronounce. It's our Facebook question today. You can also uh, send us an email or give us a call. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Good morning, everyone. Hey, good morning, everybody. Everybody say hey. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Steve, you have a question today that you provided for our Facebookers. Uh, the question reads, what word have you often mispronounced? Now, this comes as a result of years ago, we learned that Adidas is actually pronounced Adidas. Mm. I heard something else that 
Marie Claire is actually Marie Claire. Oh. But I think it's only because that's how the French pronounce Mary. Possibly. Or, or Marie, Mari. Well, that would it's be the Mary, same. Oh, Ma- Marie Claire. Marie Claire? Yes, which people have thought was Mary Claire. But I think it's just a it's a regional thing. Uh, or didn't they think it was Marie Claire? Well, it is Marie Claire, spelled Marie Claire, but people mm, it has been pronounced Marie Claire. Marie. So we think they're saying Mary. Mary. It's Marie. Mary. Well, now BMW is the latest to jump in. Mm. Apparently, it's a German automobile company. How can you mispronounce that? Well, here's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Oh, that's your cue. <laughs> My apologies. Give me one second, Steve. This yes. is all me here. I, I love you and support you <laughs> and believe you. Yeah, you shouldn't because I just let you down here. No, 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 no. Um, Let's go back to I am wearing Adidas shoes right now. I like that. Adidas. They need to do a campaign then where they have commercials and say Adidas. Yes. And so does BMW because what is it? No. That's how you would pronounce it. We got it here. If you guys want to hear, here's how uh, you're supposed to be pronouncing BMW. BMV. What? Do it again. Hit me one more. BMV. No. 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 EA Sports. It's in the game. That sounds like that guy. Let's hear BMV again. BMV. Boy, did you see Hank's new car? (laughs) He's driving a BMV. You'll get slapped if you say that. Yeah. So. And even though you're right, because that you are right, but it's that's the German pronunciation of the letter W is a V, like wonderful. Mm. Oh yes, wunderbar. very wonderful. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's okay. What that you're makes sense. Doing. Uh, we have a call. We it do. Is Stephanie. Stephanie from Owatonna. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. See, my husband, who is Mr. Outdoors, one of those who could literally survive on one of those alone shows. So he knows everything about the outdoors. Cool. And for 100 years, he's been talking about popple trees. Popple trees. Popple trees. trees. And for years, it's like, well, I don't want to question you. You probably know. But after all these years, I finally found out he meant poplar. Oh, Oh, yeah. And never, never figured it out. And, of course... You know, bless his heart. To say it. it's, it's no. going to be popple forever. Yeah, was it tough when you told him? Um, he he just brushes me off when I. Yeah, you him. don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm an thank, outdoorsman. Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah, bye bye. Appreciate that. I used to say porcupine. Porcupine. Instead of porcupine. I said slippy for a long time and didn't know that it was slippery until probably college. Interesting. And I said, mm, bye. Mm, until you were. I didn't know how to say it. I've never had to say that word before. <laughs> we got good ones on our uh, Facebook page. We also have emails. What's a word you've often mispronounced? I'll start here with Sharice uh, says a, f- a family member always says, vehicle. <laughs> we always cringe when she has an update on someone having a car problem. <laughs> how do you say it? Vehicle. Oh. Instead of vehicle. You know, I hear people say Cadillac converter instead of catalytic yeah. converter. Yep. Converter. That's interesting. We got an email here from Anna Lee who says, Fort, F-O-R-T-E, 
it's not my forte. It sounds better in more French, but apparently it's just fort. No. Hang yeah. On. No, we can't just randomly. And GIF is really JIF. No, there, there's that's and a battle heated. royale. It's not royal. It's royale. Okay, that we knew. Yeah, it's. I don't like fort. I want forte. I'm gonna look. At, we're looking it up right now. Okay, Steve is efforting. Efforting. If you're just joining us, we're talking about words we often mispronounce. That is our Facebook question for today. You can also give us a call at six five one six four one one zero seven one. Here we go. How to say F O R T E. Fort or <gasps> Forte. Oh, well, oh, that's or. not definitive. All right, fine, whatever. Okay, that's we'll fine. take it. We, we okay. do have one call, but I have a question for you. You're the grammar guy, Steve, here. Yeah, kind of. Often or often? I think technically it's often. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think you're supposed to pronounce the T. I have a sibling who hates it when another sibling uh, pronounces the T mm-hmm. in that word. Oh, uh, Drew and Susie. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to hear what Liz, Liz said? Her husband mispronounces something. You guys want to talk to her quick? Yeah. Hi, Liz. Hey, guys. What's, All right. What's so up? what's your husband saying incorrectly? So it's it's just a cute little, cute thing that he does. Uh, so we were reading ingredients the other day, and he's like, Ann or Liz, um, it's arugula as part of this recipe. And I'm like, <laughs> you mean arugula? Uh, <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, Aragula. I'm like, honey. Oh, Aragula sounds like someone's last name that I Aragula. went to high school with. Yeah. It's well. Tony Argula. Tony Malonovich here. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Thank you oh, for sharing. Thanks, By Liz. the way, terrible, terrible uh, Arugula. Hate that stuff. You don't like that kind of lettuce. It's pointy. I, and it's little. It's like, give me something I could pick up with a fork. Yeah, it's tough to fork through that. It sucks. You need a spoon. Hey. Julie says, my husband often says, headache, oh, instead of headache. Uh, Valerie says, not me. A lot of people throw in their fiancés or their significant others under the bus. Not me, but my fiancé pronounces sedative, sedative. Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> I like that. Um, Dennis says, stop saying this. Stop saying wash. It's wash. Yeah, that is that is true. I think that's hard for people. I think it's kind of like a, uh, you know, nuke. <laughs> Nuclear or nuclear. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Denise Um, says choiropractor (laughs) instead of chiropractor. Oh, interesting. Like the church choiropractor. Oh, here comes Brian. All right. Brian sent an email. It says. Is he disgruntled? He's always disgruntled. I love him. (laughs) Uh, He's he's, a crabby Brian. Um, Just because the guy who invented. GIFs says GIF doesn't make it right. The G stands for graphics, so I don't think we should go with this. You know what, Brian? I'm, I'm Team Brian. One. I'm, gonna I'm go Team Brian, Brian on that one. Me too. Also have a new name for Brian. I just figured out. I don't know why it took us three years, Donna. Frequent emailer of the show. Bad Mood Brian. Ah, Bad Mood Brian. Print it. But, you know, the thing is, he's probably going to say that that's just because we're reading it. Yes. I No, of course. He's a contrarian. He'll have a defense to us calling him Bad Mood Brian, but we think we're going to stick with it. Works great. We love you, Brian. We love you, Brian. Bad Mood Brian. Crying Brian. Okay. <laughs> now that, I, I like that, Donna. I got my first email from Brian, too. You might have saw that because he was, didn't know that I, if I knew about... Um, oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan oh, yeah. He sends, he sends that a lot. And Brian, I do know about that. I I, I understand it. Not a good situation. So uh, we do have uh, Rooster, and he's got a couple things that he <laughs> Rooster. Would like to tell you about. It's been a while. Hey, Rooster. Rooster. Hey, Rooster. Hey, Rooster. Guten Tag. Rooster. 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 Rooster
Sorry, <laughs> I hung up so quick last week, guys. I I drive a garbage truck, and I was just focused on the job. Oh, of course. Oh man, mad respect. So, what's on your heart today? So, um, I got a couple of things. I used to bother my nieces about it for milk. You know, the milk. Oh, they say they milk. say milk. So, milk yeah. is Hello? yeah. That's tough. That's tough to forgive. I don't like the sound of milk <laughs> at all. I either. And bagels. A, yeah. Ba- oh, when you say bagel. Oh, and then Lord. There's, the, there's the one, uh, you know, that's the controversy between caramel and caramel. I've been trying to force myself to say caramel, but I, I could say I, both. I, I, have to, I have to force myself to do it. Hey, I hear you. Rooster, what's the strangest yeah. thing you've seen on uh, on your, your route or yeah. route, whatever? Hmm. What the what? The strangest thing that you've encountered as a garbage man. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I, that's that's a hard question. Any pets come into your uh, your cab? Well, you know, I can tell you one story real quick yep. before I get back on my route. Okay. Um, a couple of years back, I, uh, I, the, the guy's recycling was contaminated, so I went to go talk to him about it, and uh, when I walked up there there was a couple of dogs one was kind of behind his uh uh legs grill mm. and the other one was just kind of standing there and it and i was talking to him about his recycling and what needs to be recycled what can't what cannot and then uh one of the dogs started walking up to me and it looked like it just wanted to be petted it didn't look like it was going to be mean at all and oh, no. reached out and grabbed me in the crotch <gasps> going to the Oh. I ended up going to the hospital, and I got forensic photos of my balls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was just a couple of holes to heal up. Uh. Oh, Rooster. Thank you, Rooster. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for the call. And we're glad you're okay. Thanks a lot. Right. You guys have a great day. You too. Bye. That would have Family jewels. Okay. That would have been a fun story like a fun quiz to play on a game show how do you think this story ends you know as he like walks up to talk to the man about his recycling do you think it a ends with the man changing out his recycling (laughs) b uh, a dog running into his car or c the garbage truck man getting forensic photos of his balls (laughs) oh my gosh the answer after the break i mean that was a real that was very america's funniest home videos Mm. yeah very much so all right. Well, I'm gonna go. Well, me too, Grant. We got one more second. Oh, okay. Yeah. One more. I'll be here for it. I'm looking forward to it. Right, uh, thank, thank you for you. all your responses. We had yeah, over two thousand responses on our Facebook page. That's which is probably awesome. a little exaggerated, but yes, we'll be right back for the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk. It is the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show the entire week. Can't believe it's Friday. Hey, we got through the top of the show without uh, talking about how it's Friday again. That's growth. That's uh, that is growth. You are right. Huh. By the way, remember I said that we were going to buy um Georgie Boy the monkey from Here's Your Monkey content on Instagram. We were going to buy him a gift. Mm-hmm. I can't seem to find his Amazon wish list. I think I have to request it. Not oh. really sure how to do that. I tried to do a search, but Sounds like somebody has a little weekend homework. <laughs> How to buy things for my monkey. Yep. That's not so, my monkey. I'm going to do it. So that will, uh, yeah, that will be looked into. In the meantime, I came across a video that kind of reminded me of you, Steve. 
Because one day you were walking your dog, it was very cold, and you didn't happen to have a bag with you. Yes. And then I ended up reaching the dog craft in somebody else's lawn. Mm-hmm. Not a not a nearby neighbor, like a neighbor down the block, mm-hmm. 20 houses away. Yeah, so they don't count. And I thought people were going to see that this dog just crapped, and I walked off. So then I tried to get the dog do into a snowball. I tried to make a snowball around it. I also didn't have gloves. This walk happened very spur of the moment. It was ill-planned in all regards. That wouldn't work. My hands were getting too cold. The snowball was falling apart. I take my coat off, get the hood of the coat, and then just scooped up snow and dog crap in the hood of my coat and walked back home. That is dedication. Well, apparently, there's this woman who was walking her dog and She had bags on her, which you'll come to see in this video that we can't play because there's a few bad words. Mm. But a guy, he comes out in his in his pajamas. He sees the woman because he's been waiting for her because she had done this before with her dog. And he used a megaphone to call her out. Oh, no. Because she never picks up his her dog's poop. So first he had a foghorn. Then he used a megaphone to shame her. It's dark outside. <laughs> he comes out on his porch in his jammies. And um, he addresses the situation. <laughs> hey, you clean up your dog poop. Stop letting your dog poop on my lawn. I have you on video. I've been waiting for you for two days. Please pick up after your dog. Please pick up after your dog. Thank you for picking up the feces from my yard. Get off my yard, you and your dog. Thank you for being a courteous neighbor. Oh my gosh. I would be so embarrassed. Wonder what she was trying to say. I do too. Like I was gonna come back or I don't yeah. know. I don't I thought know. I, heard, I thought are I collected you done? at the end of the month. I, I thought I heard are you done? In there. Like, I think she was kind of giving him some lip back, maybe. Really? I think she was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I think she was I, saying, like, are you done? Let's like, all just assume that everybody has door cameras. You know, those. Yeah. Whatever you ring. call them. Yes. The ring cameras. Yas Yeah. Thank you. How many times have you left dog crap in someone else's yard? Never. Oh, my gosh. I would. No. Nope. I mean, the only way I would is if I didn't have a bag if it flew out of my, you know, my pocket or something. Now, I'm sure that in my front yard, there is about 14 pounds of dog poo, but it's too cold to pick it up now because it's just frozen into the ground. It freezes to the ground. Yeah, it's, but then it makes it easy to pick up if it just warms up a little bit. Not if it gets too wet, though. No, you don't want it, you don't want to have like a melt. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, because yeah. then it's not a good sitch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Always remember a bag and use your bag. Yes. You know what I think is nice at the dog park? Sometimes, you know, people will tie bags to the fence or the trees, tree hmm. branches, just in case. But hey, just because it's winter doesn't mean you don't have to pick up your dog's poop in the dog park. When's I see people leaving there. Um, well, last week. Okay. Early. And like you said, it stands out, too. It doesn't really hide like it does in the summertime. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, you can spot it from a mile away. Yeah. I know. yeah, it's just so rude. And they provide bags. Just pick mm. it up. Pick it up, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear a little bit of the um, our Minnesota's congressman, uh, Tom Emmer? Um, <laughs> I guess he was <laughs> doing... He was so he was upside down during... He was addressing the, what do you call it? You know, 
you call it the uh, it was a hearing. It was a committee hearing and they had to stop him because, his video, you know, it's very distracting for the people who are looking at this. Sure. So yes. He was upside down. And here's a little bit of the reaction from others. Received timely. Will the gentleman suspend? I'm sorry, Mr. Emmer. Yes. Are you okay? I am. I am. You're um, upside down, Tom. I, I don't know how to fix that. Can he turn right side up and get it right side up? I don't know how to fix it. It's a good thought. Maybe you can stand on your head as well. Okay. The you're going viral, Tom. At least you're not a cat. Somebody said, at least you're not a cat. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. But yeah, I love how, like, the person who's, like, a sideways or upside down or a cat, that you just kind of concede. You know, you're like, all right, fine. I'm upside down, whatever. I'll, I can handle it. But it's the people watching who want it to be remedied. Thing. Oh. Hey, Steve. I have some news. Oh, yeah? From KSTP.com. All right. From Governor Walls. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is it about the Walmart? The last hour. The Walmart about stuff? What? Walmart? This is not about Walmart stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, Governor Walls has said that as state hospitalizations and the positivity rate both decline, he is signing Executive Order 21-07 to accomplish the following. Bumping restaurant, indoor entertainment, and gym and pool capacities not to exceed capacity of up to 250 people which oh, is more, Okay. Um, leaving the maximum capacity for restaurants at 50% and the other sites at 25%, but I guess that's more. Additionally, at gyms and pools, the new executive order reduces the distance requirement to six feet, which I guess was even more a little while ago. The new executive order uh, would also now allow a 50-person not-to-exceed capacity at private events and celebrations while leaving the maximum capacity at 25%. What was the, uh, the what order was... would also allow restaurants to stay open until 11 p.m. Hmm. As this will take effect Ooh, tomorrow. An extra hour, nice. At noon. What was and the... that sounds like home gatherings, by the way, like a private gathering would be a gathering in your home. And how many people? 50. So, wow. From 10. Yeah, what, what's, okay. What's, so what's the difference? What's the difference between 50 and 100 now? Like, if you're going to go to, like, a 10 in a house, you can spread out. If you're Donna's house, you might be able to spread out 50 people. Mm, definitely. <laughs> but not <laughs> in my house, so I don't, I don't know, that, that to me seems like, a little gray area there, I guess. I don't know. Well, let's take more, though, guys. Let's not look about, a gift horse in the mouth. Did, what do you say about gyms? Um, they're reducing the distance. Oh, okay. From to six feet. I don't know if it was twelve feet or ten feet before in a heavy breathing environment like a gym. Mm. Um, no adjustments that I see regarding the mask mandate. Um, so I think that that is still in place. Okay. He said, uh, this from Governor Walls, our small businesses have made enormous sacrifices for the health of their employees and communities. Today, we can make these cautious common sense adjustments to support them because of the progress that we've made controlling the spread of COVID-19 and getting the most at-risk Minnesotans vaccinated. Got it. And so I saw um, along those lines, staying on the topic of vaccinations that um, Walmart is now carrying uh, the vaccine and CVS, you can, if you are among the group that is eligible at this point, you can uh, go to their websites and and uh, set yourself an appointment. Okay. Progress, people. Progress yeah. on a Friday. Happy Valentine's Day yes. to all of you. As we celebrate love, we, we love, love you guys. You. Thank you so much for listening. 
Thank you. Colleen and Bradley are going to be coming in next. Uh, Grant, thanks for coming in early today. No problem. We'll see everybody back here on Monday morning. Stay warm.